Welcome everyone to Adventures into Reality with myself, Kathy Ma, and normally the galactic historian, Andrew Batsis. However, today he will not be on the show. He is still in this snowy country of Canada and uh, has very limited internet access. So today the galactic historian will not be on the show. It is just me, Kathy Ma. If you'd like to learn more about Andrew, please check out his website, at andrewbartzis.com. If you'd like to learn more about me, please check out my website, which is kathyspearlsofwisdom.com. That's Kathy with a K. And remember, you can get a private session with Andrew and myself by contacting Tanok at tanok at galactichistorian.com. That's T-E-N-O-C-H at galactichistorian.com. And also, for those of you that are calling in via Skype, just to remind you that if you're calling in through Skype, you must add Laura Lou to your contacts in Skype, as she is the one that's putting you through to us. If she has not accepted and confirmed you on her Skype contact list, she can't put you through. So don't forget to do that. And as usual, the lines are always so crazy busy so if you keep getting a business uh, sorry not business a busy signal please be patient the numbers to call uh you can call direct to laura which is one for us 956-217-0261 or the station which is one for us 347-688-2902 so let's get straight to our first caller today uh 626, what is your name and where are you calling from? Hi, um, I, you might, I don't know if you might remember me. Um, I, I'm Dan, I'm calling out from California. We spoke before. Mm-hmm. I, I called in when, when, when Andrew wasn't uh, in. Um, but in. And in those weeks, I was trying to get through it, and I was kind of disappointed he wasn't going to be in today either. So. Oh, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, no, it's okay. It's it's uh, you know, I'm just sort of sorry to hear that uh, whatever the uh, you know, is you know, it's anyhow, um I just wanted to kind of make kind of more sense of um wanted about um you know, I mean, I'm I've been watching more of Andrew's stuff uh mm-hmm. the preceding weeks, so um, that's kind of what I wanted to ask him is really, I mean, you, you've kind of assuming you've probably known him for some time. I mean, mm-hmm. um, how much, I don't want to sound like a kind of a critic and if you will, but, but, you know, cause we live in an age where like, you know, the media, the mainstream American mainstream media is just so full on corrupted to where, you know, people, you know, you have to be really naive to really believe what people say about you know, and then, you know, they have these, uh, uh, or they just, they, you know, they put out their, their background or their credibility, like, that's something that we should just blindly accept as far as whatever, you know, sort of regardless of the subject matter that they're talking about, you know, just this mm-hmm. idea of credibility mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, what our an- ancient ancestors used to call honor, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. people don't think about these concepts anymore. It's like, it's really, and then here in the Western world, even more so, because that's, you know, at least the idea of honor, um, in my opinion, is much more still kind of, and, you know, it's much more strong, strongly kind of practiced, I think, in, in, in Asian cultures. So mm-hmm. for, 
Yeah, Certainly, Africa, the concept of honor is very strong um, w- within right. Asia. Although, even with, within Asia, I think they are also experiencing some changes to the sense of honor, um, much like what has happened or you know has been happening has happened for a while on the Western side of things. It, right. It's almost as if it's not so much a cultural thing as a changing in times. Because, um, I mean, when I look at what's going on, in, in, let, let, when I say olden times, let, let's just say 50, 100 years ago, for example, you know, your word meant a lot. It's like your word is your bond, right? And people yeah. expected a certain amount of things or um, uh, uh, a- actions or accountability because of your word and your honor. Whereas over time, this has become, especially within, let's say, the business side of things, it's like, you know, it's dog-eat-dog. What I say today isn't really necessarily what I'm going to do tomorrow. And it's it's all very, you know, like a snake slithering under your feet. (laughs) Um, And it's very disillusioning because you can no longer really, in, in your own heart, you find it very difficult to trust. I mean, these are these are my experiences, and I can tell in your energy. These are the same for you, um, and many, many, many of our listeners. It's when you get to a certain point where you become disillusioned with people's um, their words, uh, what they truly mean, what they're going to do about it or not do about it. Um, what we would call uh, honor uh, these days is not necessarily the same definition. But let's just call it holding people to what they say, having an accountability to um, really follow through with things that they have said rather than, oh, you know, a month later, oh, well, that, that's not what I said, or I can no longer do that. Um, you know, it, that that sense of disillusionment comes through very strong um, because of the lack of follow through. And I think it's also part of the way the world is going. I mean, I, I have had conversations with a lot of people in my industry about this. And uh, someone thought, um, oh, thank you. <laughs> um, and it's, all, it's, it, it's appearing all around the world. And a lot of it is, you know, people blame the internet and, you know, the media for all their um, easy uh, passing on of rubbish or loose, loosely said things as facts, etc. But I'm not even that sure it, it really is that. Uh, and a lot of us kind of can, can see that that is part of it. But I think also part of it is that people can see that it's easy to worm out of what they say. So therefore, they feel less accountable. Um, but I do think that you are seeing a resurgence here and there of the sense of honor coming back within people. Um, when people feel that they're in a powerful position and then there is pride taken with what they say, often honor follows. It's when the pride um, is not there and the clarity is not in their mind. That's when you have the trouble with the honor. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, I mean, it's, it's kind of like something I've really noticed, you know, with our society. I mean, uh, maybe in your experience as well, I mean, if you notice certain people with, who've had certain vocation, like, let's just say, like, people served in the military. I, I kind of noticed that uh, a lot of, and I have a lot of vet friends myself who, they're, they're just, we're just, I, I'm also served as well. I'm a veteran myself, so I, I kind of feel, I feel like 
we're not we're not so easily sucked into the the you know the propaganda or or just the you know the kind of the way our modern society is set up where it's like you know a lot, a lot of the stuff in media and Hollywood you know, well you know, let's just establish that Hollywood and media are kind of the same difference <laughs> so they you know whatever their agenda is you know I mean the fact are you is, saying you're not going to drink the Kool-Aid <laughs> exactly exactly and then and the military vets don't really have that we're just not sucked into that uh, the sort of yeah. machinery so and that that speaks volumes about because we we also kind of we're more aware and we we maintain this on the surface level our, our sense of honor, credibility, you know, because we kind of mm-hmm. hold each other to a certain account. I mean, like a lot of uh, vets I talk to, like, you know, just, just because we left the service doesn't mean that you should just do whatever the heck you want to do. Or, yeah. you, kinda, you know, you lower your standards personally for yourself as a person. I understand like, what you, you mean. You kind of, you still maintain those. Uh, and that's, that's a great kind of training and, you know, like the experience mm. of it, like, where like, yeah. I still kind of carry that with me, no matter well, what, you, no matter you, what. You know, you and everyone in the armed forces, you know, you've been through some incredible training. And, you know, you are taught about honor. And every day is about honor. Every night is about honor. Every day is about being accountable. And you have to be more discerning. You are trained to be that because this is what you do. Um, whereas today's society, you have to look at, you know the education system, the uh, the fam, uh, what you call it, the family dynamics, everything. People don't really put a lot of focus on that kind of thing anymore within this education system or the family upbringing system. They tend to focus on different ideologies. The sense of honor. One, I, I think today they almost assume that you know, the youth of today should know it, whereas really they don't know it. All they can do is mimic what they see. Um, and, you, I mean, how many m- movies are we subjected to that are just, you know, loose morals, uh, no sense of honour, you know, I'm going to make this million dollars, so I'm just going to say this and actually two seconds later do something else. And But, you know, with all this stuff that's going on that is being exposed to, let's call it the... The, the youthful generation of today, you know, they grew up believing stuff like that because to them that is their reality. They don't have as much life experience because for them they look on the internet and they think it's all true. Well, you know, that's a grand statement. Probably not they think it's all true, but a lot to them is believable. Whereas if you've, you know, come from a more old school kind of teaching, especially if you've been in the armed forces, you're taught to think. You accept nothing um, that's shown to you like that. Right, and you're you're taught to expect more from people, and if you don't get more from people, you'll call them out, and it's okay to call them out. Whereas here, in in you know, let's call it modern day society, if if you if a kid was to call someone out, um, saying what they're talking is rubbish, they'll probably end up being suspended or um, (laughs) told off by someone else's parents because they were aggressive. (laughs) You know. the the world has changed so much that it's very difficult to see how they can ever really get those sense of uh, values and beliefs um, instilled in them that we were brought up with and that that we, you know, I mean, you're talking about an issue which for me is a big hot topic too because I I look at it and think, I don't understand. (laughs) I could see your energy as well and I still don't understand. (laughs) I, I mean, this is like, this is the kind of the thing that people don't talk about, um, you know, 
invention of like the television. I mean, it's like we do. I mean, just the previous show, uh, uh, Ridley Slars, when Raven was the host, she was basically talking about all the covert technology. You know, I mean, I completely agree with some of the things she's talking about. But I mean, but on a, on a just a basic level, I mean, there's something to be said about thinking about you know, television. Kind of, if you kind of people study this, research it a little bit, and understand. The, the how, what how a television really works. I mean, the whole passivity of it, like in terms of you're just watching, you're just you're literally just watching something, whatever yeah, it is. And it's, it's just yeah, the notion you're not learning going into you. you're not raising your consciousness. It's you're just being passive, and mm. it's like that. That doesn't. I mean, for me, that's very disturbing in terms of like it just numbs you it numbs you so and that's regardless of whatever the and then of course we're just talking about whatever television show you're watching you're watching something with, with sexual innuendos or or violence you know that's usually the the big themes uh, even comedy is like rather dark it's not even really I, I don't find most comedy even funny that's why a lot of these comedians are so controversial these days because mm. it's like well they're just sort of they don't even realize that they're part of that sort of, oh, I would call it kind of almost like a social engineering kind of mm. agenda aspect. I, I don't know how do you want to word it. I mean, I don't want to kind of get too concerned. I understand what you mean. About it, but, but, but it's just but like there is people... like something to this that it's just like, this isn't really good for people. I mean, it's I look at it the same way like food, like GMOs, like what Monsanto's doing, you know, it's kind of like the same thing for our mind. And it's like, you know, for our psychic energy, it's like people, I look at it that way. That's why I kind mm. of, I understand like what I, you're saying, I, but you also have to look at it from a different point of view as well um, in that, you know, free will exists everywhere. I think people are really not as naive as you might think. They make conscious choices to be distracted and listen to mumbo-jumbo and be entertained by mundane sure. things because they don't want to ask themselves the bigger questions. They don't want to face it. They don't want to deal with it. And, you know, that that's their journey and, you know, not, not for you or me, but that's just the way it is. Um, so, you know, because you have this part of society that, uh, I don't want to say happy to do that, let's say content to continue their life like this, it just perpetuates the situation. The... Right. One of the things that um, I probably would recommend for what, that I do myself is what it, when this kind of stuff frustrates me is to actually sort of think of it. Every time I get frustrated, I think, you know what, that's their choice. Not for me. I can choose to walk off. If they want to stay like that, that is okay. But there is a huge batch of people out there that's not like that. And those are the ones that I'm going to right. seek out. It is frustrating. I'll give you that for sure. Right. And, right. you know, it's it's like watching a kid that hasn't learned that they shouldn't put their hand in the door jam before they shut the door. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> right. you, you think right. once or twice they'd learn, but no. <laughs> no, no, so, I, I, I'm just bringing this up because, no, you, you bring up a good point about free will because the thing is, but then it also impedes my ability of my sort of free will in terms of like, you know, I want to try to live my life a certain way and it's like, you know, a lot of our modern society is set up to, you know, you can't, like, like say advertising, you can't get away from that unless you're literally outside the city, mm, you know, that mm. sort of thing. It's like, you know, but, 
that's just the extremes that people have to take or live, kind of live out like a hermit. And I'm like, but you know, but I, I'm not, I'm not trying to be a monk either. So I'm like, yeah. but, but there's yeah. such a specific emphasis on this consumerism, materialism part of our society. And that part of it, I think is really toxic. And that's, and that's where kind of like it opens that door already to her for like people to kind of, well, that's the thing. It's like, there's so many layers to this sort of thing with, with propaganda. Like, you know, is it, is it really free will or is there the perception of free will? You know, it's kind of like a lot of, um, I think it is free will. media kind of put out that same thing. Like, is there, is yeah, our government, do they give us that free will or like, do we have democracy or is it just the, the illusion of democracy? And that's sort of, and that's, that's what people are still kind of raveling with this election is kind of crazy. Like it's just the, 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 the after effects are still kind of still echoing and it's like, wow, people well, I think still haven't a, a lot up of what's, to, Yeah, a lot of what's you know, gone on though, I think is that the world itself, people have changed a lot. And, you know, there's a lot of people freaking out about what's been going on, um, you know. And at the end of the day, I think it's, like, to, to address your, your question, why well, not your question, what you said about democracy, it's like democracy in its pure form, as with socialism, communism, everything, in its pure form is one thing. And what it is in reality are different, right? Because you can never have pure anything because there are too many people involved. But let's say here, there certainly is a democratic process. Um, whether people want to agree with the result is a completely different issue. Um, and the process has happened. You know, people have, some have celebrated, some have, you know, wanted to commit harikari, etc. Uh, media's gone crazy either way, but at the end of the day, a decision has been made. So whether right. you afford or against it, you have to get on board. Uh, you can't moany groany forever. Um, and right. whenever there is anyone who is elected in any position anywhere, there's always moany groany people. Um, and at the end of the day, you have to accept reality and make the best of it. Because right. no, if you sure. if you don't, um, and this is what people will learn. Um, and a lot of, of this frenzy um, of activity, I think, is because people are just very used to um, being able to, to talk, to have that free will, to keep talking. But I think the censoring of uh, your own self in the sense of, okay, I have talked a lot already. I really have to let other people talk or move on. I can't let this consume me. <laughs> right. that, that little bit. Is, is just not come yet, but it will come soon enough. Um, you know, and the times are different. And let's let's say 20 years ago in this sort of situation, you might moan your to all your friends and that's it, right? Because you actually don't have access to that many people. But here in today's internet techno technological world, you can actually access millions of people. So it's like there is nothing that that's like a door jam, like a door stop. <laughs> right, and that's, right. that's, that's becoming more and more as the world, as we now know it, is expanding and the technological side. So people are, are not familiar with how to do all that yet because even though we've had the internet a while, this kind of thing is still new and happening and people haven't got to that point where that, okay, take a breath and, and now do something else with my life. <laughs> right, right. 
Well, just in the scheme of things, I, it's, I'm, I'm bringing up this issue of, of credibility and transparency, kind of going back to, I mean, because you, assuming you've probably known Andrew for some time or in terms of the work, his work mm-hmm. that he's doing, um, I'm just, just, I'll be blunt about my question. It's like, how, how real is what he's talking about for real? Like, he's like, I sort of, sometimes I wonder, like, Five, is he just four, making this stuff, three, stuff up just as a fantastical two, kind of uh, idea or theory, uh, you know, with, you know, I, I don't know. I, like, I guess it's, it's only natural for me to be skeptical a little bit about this. I mean, I, I think... I understand what you're saying. To what he's, what he's, where he's working, I mean, I mean, there's also the opposite end where people just kind of... It's just going back to that notion of people just so blindly accept whatever people say. I mean, it's, it's, it's especially the, I, I understand. I understand. the better. And that's sort of like people should, like, why don't people ever sit back and just sort of like, oh, is this real? Or how, you know, how does that really work? I mean, so uh, just to get your opinion about that. I mean, you've, okay. um, do you feel mm. like it's real? I'm trying to think of a good way to explain this to you that would make sense for you. Um when you ask me, you know, about uh, what Andrew says, um, you know, the, as the galactic historian, is all that stuff true? In a general way, I'm going to say to you, look at it like this. You yourself, listen to all the, the material he has. And sure, there's a lot of it that you can't really prove um, because we're talking about, you know, eons ago, um, different planets, uh, different universes, different time zones, for sure. I mean, in that, in that same way, you could look at past life regression and say the same thing, or even things that come out of people that are under hypnosis. So there is no definitive way to prove it. That, that is for sure. But when you listen to all his material, um, especially if you go back and even do some of the exercises that he does, it will resonate with you or it won't. Okay? Mm-hmm. And... If you were, um, okay, to play devil's advocate, if I say to you, well, um, you should, you know, study it, do it. If it resonates, then it's it's true. If it doesn't resonate, it's not true for you. Um, and you might say, oh, well, you know, you could say that about anything. And then after listening to it a hundred times, I'm going to believe it, whether it's true or not, because it's like suggestive to the brain. What I'd say to you, if that was the case, was, you know what, something like this, these kind of topics that he talks about, if you listen to it, let's say, four or five times, and it doesn't resonate, it never will. If it resonates early on, then you will definitely find that there is some truth to it within yourself. Thank you so much for calling, Dan. I'm going to have to stop this for the break. Welcome back, everyone, to Adventures into Reality with myself, Kathy Ma, and normally with Andrew Barsis, the Galactic Historian. But he is still in the snow in the wilds of Canada, so unfortunately cannot get to the internet today. Um, and one of the things that we both wanted to say to everyone is thank you so much for all your support this year. Christmas is coming up. And it's one of those times where we're looking back over the year and seeing what we've done and how far we've come with this or that and the people that we've met, the experiences that we've had. 
And we were even talking about it this morning that it's just been so awesome to be able to have done this show, Adventures into Reality, with all of you. And thank you so much for listening all this time. I mean, I know we've passed the year. Andrew could tell me exactly how many weeks, but a year or so of, of doing this show. Um, and for all your feedback has been wonderful. Um, we both thank you so much for all your wonderful comments and your really helpful suggestions um, and your support for both our websites. Um, this will be our last show of this year because um, we're about to go on our Christmas break. So we'll be back again um, in the new year. So if you want to keep updated on what we're doing, please check out um, Andrew's website, which is andrewbartzis.com or my website, which is Kathy's Pearls of Wisdom.com. That's Kathy with a K. To look for what we're doing and what our updates are. And for those of you that are on the subscriber list, you will be getting the information in your email. So if you want to keep in touch and find out what's going on, what our new schedules are, please um, subscribe or check out our websites. And thank you so much, Dan, for calling. That was a really, really interesting amount of information. Um, and you're, I'm sure a lot of people are agreeing with the things that you're saying um, and the, the confusion that we're all facing and the chaos. It, it is very difficult to comprehend some things that are going on at the moment. But everything does pan out um, once excitement is all sort of dissipated a bit and so that will be a much more fun interesting time for all of us um, and to just finish off what I was saying about Andrew's material is when you do listen to it you only need to listen to it a couple of times let's say at the most four or five and it will resonate with you um, or not and for most people it does resonate well and you know when you are more self-aware and, and in tune with yourself and your higher development let's call it you really become very more discerning about what resonates with you and what doesn't. And when I say, to define what I mean by saying what resonates, it's it's like if you were told, uh, you look out of the sky and someone says to you, oh, the sky is purple. And you're like, no, it's blue. Um, but over time, you know, if you were say it a hundred times, you might start to believe that it's purple. Um, and it doesn't really resonate with you, but you will believe it so resonate means sit well with you but you know over time your conditioning might lead you to believe something um, and then change your mind or not change your mind but change your opinion on how you see things so with Andrew's material you often find even in the early days you'll think you know what I know that it's unquantifiable because you know you're talking about some something that happened so long ago or in a different dimension or in a different galaxy yet at the same time somehow it makes sense um, and it's that inner knowingness that somehow you, even you can't explain it to yourself yet it seems to make sense and that's what his material does for you um, and it also gets you to question yourself which is a good thing like oh even though it seems kind of way out there could this be an option could could this be true and so you do your own inner questioning which helps you evolve as well because you then learn to be more discerning um, and you know then you do things like call in and ask us and we can help you clarify this and that um, or sometimes when the material is on the replay you can always type a little question and one of us will see it maybe not immediately but we will see it um, and if we can answer you we will 
so anyway, we must keep going. Uh, one thing I'd like to add is we've had a couple of callers that are calling in and are forgetting to mute um, their speaker um, or cover the phone when they're waiting. So we get a lot of uh, feedback and we can hear the background noise. So please be mindful and respectful of everyone to mute or try and be in a more silent area so that it doesn't interfere with um, other callers calling in. So our next caller is Mallory. Are you there? Mallory? Hi. 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 Where are you calling Hi. from, Mallory? I'm calling from New York. Oh, New York. Oh. Yeah. Well, what would you like to talk about today? Um, actually, I um, I was hoping that you could tap into um, my energy with, um, and I had like a few questions about my career and um, my love life, um, mm -hmm. and I've been listening to you guys um, just via YouTube and the last couple weeks, fairly new to your material, but I've been doing a lot of um, work on myself for a few years now. And, um, <clears throat> I, I, I'm so, I'm a little nervous to say what I actually want to speak about. So I was sort of hoping maybe, um, it's okay. Don't be nervous. Okay. A, a lot okay, of people cool. feel nervous, but there's no need to be there. This is, you can say okay. anything you want. Ask so anything. Wonderful. Okay, great. Um, so one of my specific questions is, um, I believe that I have been given this um, gift to heal um, through specifically through performance, my performance, mm -hmm. um, and to heal through humor. And um, I have been a performer my whole life um, since the age of three years old. Um, and I am now at that point where I really want to um, continue down this pathway. Um, I, in addition to performing, I, I teach yoga and meditation and um, I and basically just like with this new year, I want to set some really great intentions and move forward. And um, I kept feeling like I, my, uh, my ego wants to like make a move, if you will. But my intuition tells me that I'm absolutely in the right place by being here uh, in New York City. Um, but I wanted to... Uh, basically make sure that the ideas that I have for my career are on the right path um, and check in with you and just see if that is in fact true and if you had any mm -hmm. advice for me. Um, and let me see what else. I have like a little list. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and I think that um, – as well, like I, I've been investing a lot in my career and I wanted to make the transition from instead of me spending money on my career, I'd like to um, make more income mm -hmm. with my career um, from the other side of things. So that's sort of where I'm at um, and what mm -hmm. I wanted to get your feedback on. So let me see if I've got this right. So at the moment, your career mm -hmm. is... Um, healing people through laughter and humor, uh, performing. And you've been doing that for a while and you want to know if you should continue in the same location that you're doing with this um, and is it effective or would a move to a different um, 
uh, not country, different uh, state or town be better? Is that kind of what you're asking? Yeah, kind of. And I, I feel like um, I just tapped into like the reality of like, I believe where I am right now is correct. But now I guess more of, it's more of a financial thing, I guess, is what more of my question is that I do feel like I'm on the right path. I just wanted to figure out ways of, um, I guess, sort of enhancing what I've got going on more so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When I I look at, when I look at uh, what's going on for you now and has been going on, to me, it looks like if, let's call it, it's like a, uh, um, a stunted career like it's just in sitting there it's not really to me it hasn't really taken off it's like you're right. in uh, inertia should we call it mm-hmm. um, just basically mm-hmm. not moving I can't think of a, a fancy way to say that but it, it's kind of like that sure. I like what you're doing um, but I think that where you are is very difficult um, you haven't mm. I know logically you think where you are is good but to me you've put yourself in a big ocean like you're Mm. a fish in a big ocean as opposed to being Mm -hmm. a big fish in a small pond you know what I mean so it's in terms of um mm, I'm just gonna say let's say get discovered or uh, someone come and and offer you a bit more um to go on a a more uh, direct path let's call it i think it's very it's going to be tough um you're in new york right yeah um yeah see I, i can understand why you to you it's a logical place to be because you know it's it's a happening place there's a lot of action um theoretically a lot of opportunity but what what i think you've been experiencing is even though this is the case in many senses mm-hmm. the competition is too tough and so all, all the it's hard to be in the right place at the right time when there's a hundred people trying to push you out of the way sure. um let's i mean energetically push you out of the way not literally <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right. No, I got you. um but let me put it like this. If we talk about a location where I think that would suit you for you to really blossom in this kind of career, I would pick somewhere like Chicago. I know it seems very strange, but it is ripe for the picking for someone like you because they do not have the type of talent that you have in that area. Mm. So for you to be performing down there, you would get bookings very easily. I know that's a big leap for you in terms of um, mentally and, you know, like whether a bit scary. So what I would suggest for you is why don't you think about doing six to eight weeks there. Just treat it like a holiday kind of thing and get get some bookings in. um, Manage your money so that you can do it because to me it looks like you could stay with someone you know. So your cost of living wouldn't be that high. And it's quite close to get to everywhere. So it's a fairly good location. Because once you get, let's say, once you perform, I would put it at um, five to eight times, you will get offers Mm -hmm. to do others. And that will give you the confidence Mm. and uh, motivation to consider that as a viable possibility. Because what you do really is unique there. And it's easier to get 
bookings, it's easier to get work. And therefore, when it's easier to do it, you're working more, you get more exposure. You know, you're putting, you become right. the fish, the big fish in the small pond. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas you stay okay. where you are, I, I'm concerned that you might not get the opportunities that you could elsewhere that, that, that could give you the kind of future that you want with this. Hmm. And okay. it, it would happen easily. That's, that's the good thing about it. That to, okay. So let, let's call it you go on a Chicago holiday for two months, okay, so that sure. mentally we can, okay. it's much easier to accept. Um, during this time right. you'll find that you, you can easily find accommodation that's very, very reasonable for you. Um, I think you'll probably end up staying with someone that you know or that knows someone that needs to just have some company or for a very t- teeny amount of money can give you a room, that kind of thing. Um, to book a couple of mm-hmm. um, shows or performances is easy. You, you could organize it in two weeks. So it's pretty easy. Okay. And then once you start going and people ask for your name card and et cetera, you then get more. Like everything happens very easily. It's not like you every day are send out 15 resumes and try and find all the names of the clubs. Sure. It's, it's not so sure. – it's not tough. You know. Okay. It, it's not like, huh. you know, drinking honey is so super easy, but, but it's, it's no, 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 relatively absolutely. easy. I completely understand what you're saying. And energetically – I understand that that's a shift I've been wanting to make. Um, of course, that scares, scares of course, me. Yeah. I mean, even, even when I look at it for you, I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it, it's, it's a very strange thing because on the, when you first look at it, you think, oh, what? But then when you mm-hmm. really start to think about it, so much of it makes sense because, you know, mm. When we finish this call, the next few weeks you'll be start researching, you'll look around, and it will really make mm-hmm. sense to you. Places that you can get are like, wow, really? And, you mm. know, things just work mm. out. Even places you think you couldn't perform in, it would happen. Mm. It's, it's, it's very strange. And mm. sometimes you just don't mm. question why. You just say thank sure. you <laughs> and sure. move on with it. Know, but definitely try huh. something small like that at the beginning so your commitment level isn't okay. high um, and let yourself find that confidence because at the same time you think well you know I do this and then it doesn't work so you know it's a good you can still fall back to what you know okay if you don't have that you know because it's it's a it's a big thing to ask someone to do mm-hmm. I get it yeah yeah absolutely and then no, let's but thank you. Yeah. Oh, you're welcome. And the other mm-hmm. thing was about the love, right? Yeah, I um, was listening to one of your guys's um, conversations, you know, on YouTube or something, and and I felt like I might have been in alignment with one of the women you were speaking with, um, where I feel like I've been um, on an accelerated evolutionary path this year, which I think a lot mm-hmm. of people feel that way. Um. And I, I think that you had shared with her, and I don't know if this was resonating with me. Um, it resonated with me when I, when I heard it. Um, you had said something along the lines of that this other woman was very much so evolving, and it was kind of not necessarily hard, but a little bit challenging for lovers to catch up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I just wanted to see if there's anything that you could 
recommend. I, I think I'm doing a, a lot of the right things, but um, if there's anything else you can share with me on my journey. <laughs> mm. How long have you been in this relationship? I have no relationship. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Well, that yeah, no, okay. I've got, I'm, I'm nothing. <laughs> well, I asked you because I just, it must, he must be very new. I don't really see it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But that makes sense. You know, when, yes. when you are evolving and changing, it is very difficult to find, let's say, like-minded people um, because mm-hmm. the, the ones that are not mm, evolving at all, um, mm-hmm. sometimes it's very difficult to have a conversation with them because um, over certain topics because they just really look at you like you're like from planet Mars, you know, yeah. and looking for the <laughs> sacrificial chicken, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, and, mm-hmm. and you just know that you in your deep down inside you know that you shouldn't be judgmental or whatever it is and be accepting but mm-hmm. you you do know that this is going to be too much of a challenge during your yeah. lifetime to get them to mm-hmm. the place that you're at let alone somewhere else mm-hmm. uh, further along that you might be um, heading towards mm-hmm. so it, it is limiting in that sense that that is for sure one of the things that I find um, is quite helpful just for yourself when you're um, filtering people, let's call it, you know. I, sure. Again, it's really hard to, to put this in a nice way, not, not that you pick and choose people like that, but, you know, when, when you're uh, filtering through offers or potential offers, sometimes it, it, it really is very helpful just to think of it more in terms of, okay, the physical side is great, there's that attraction, there's chemistry, um, intellectually, mm-hmm. you know, this is this is going on. Where can I see us in five years in terms of just talking? Right. So, by and don't even think about only the spiritual or, or your own development. Just you know, five years from now, let me imagine it. What will we be talking about? How does that flow? Mm-hmm. Because by that alone, somewhere inside your head you are already discerning the information that you've learned from this person and the subtle nuances that you've picked up from this person. And your brain is already telling you, you know what, you guys have nothing in common. Or, oh, he has potential. <laughs> or whatever it is. Right. Um, but it helps you really think, oh, hmm, my instinct says we won't have much to talk about. So do I want to pursue this? And then your logical brain will start to, to click into this or that. Um, but if your thought is, you know, we'd still, I, I bet we'd be talking about um, what color the snow is and still arguing about it because we see things in different grades of color, <laughs> you know, whatever it is, mm-hmm. then you already know mm-hmm. whether it's spiritual or just normal that mm-hmm. you can visualize still talking about something because the core essence you've recognized already. You know, and obviously the nitty-gritty of relationships is a completely different issue. But it, it kind of is one way that you can start have that um, prelim filtering process, let's call it, um, yeah. which tends yeah. to be very helpful most of the time. Of course, you know, often mm-hmm. there's the oh, he's so he's so gorgeous, he's so hunky. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you know, there's nothing to say, right? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. 
for me, when I look at your energy, I would say, let's see, we're in December 2016 now. So I would put um, in January, you'll have an interesting offer up to you whether you want to take it or not. Um, it won't affect your big picture. I don't think it's going to be a lifetime relationship, but certainly nice all the same. Um, just because it doesn't end with a lifetime of company doesn't mean it's no good. Um, okay. Then you have... For me, your next big relationship energy will come up around between August to October next year. Mm -hmm. And I really love it a lot. I love it a lot. Um, But the relationship early on will challenge you to see how committed you want to be. One of the things you at that time have to think about for yourself is can you really give a commitment of that nature. Um, And by that I mean, yeah, it's okay to date someone, but this person wants you to be around. I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be, sorry, straight into marriage or something like this, but they don't dilly-dally, you know. They want a serious potential relationship or not. So it's up to you to decide whether or not you think you can commit to that. Because mm-hmm. to me, when I look at your energy, very often you're like, oh, yeah, that's great. And wah, wah, and you go full on and then you get a bit freaked out and you back off and you're like, oh, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> and during this I don't know, you know, that that's a difficult time for another person mm-hmm. that might be in a relationship for you. So you have to overcome your own fears of relationship. And to me, I look at the energy with you and let's say just the relationship energy and you do have a lot of fear. Um, you want a relationship. You are good at being in a relationship, but your fear always gets you, you know. Um, and yeah. the fear of commitment comes from you think that they will leave you and hurt you terribly. So you mm-hmm. almost preempt them, you know. And, you know, you're not the only one, not the only one at all <laughs> that does this stuff. You know, many, many thousands, hundreds of thousands of people do this. But it's something that you need to recognize within yourself, you know. If mm-hmm. you could see it within you, then at least you can be honest about it. Like even if you can't stop it, you can at least say, look, I want to be in this committed long-term relationship, but I am fearful and this is what I fear. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's so, so hard to say those words because then you, you feel like you you know, needy or something or desperate or or whatever, (laughs) you know. And Mm -hmm. that's because you're a very strong and proud person, which is great. But it's not a sign of weakness to be honest about emotional. And either way, when you're in that kind of relationship, you're at risk anyway, you know. Mm. And that's that's Mm -hmm. the sort of truth that you will have to remind yourself either way. You don't be honest about it, you'll lose a relationship. You are honest about it, then your own fear is the only thing that comes into play where you're fearful you'll lose a relationship. So if you you approach it that way, you can even tell your own logical mind, well, either way I might lose, so I may as well go for it, right? And, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's to say it sounds really easy, but to do it and to be in that space, to, yeah. to be so vulnerable with those words it's difficult it's it is really really difficult and if you can't say it in one go or you really 
can't get the words out at all, then write it on the write it down. You know, being mm-hmm. honest about it, upfront about it, is better than saying nothing. Right. Um, yeah. So you've got plenty of time to think about that now and mull over <laughs> it and prepare yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. I truly You're appreciate welcome. it. Now, did I address thank your you, questions you. or not? I yeah, I think, no, absolutely. I think I had to uh, give everything, like, and I think exactly what you said, just let it marinate um, over the next couple weeks and everything because the Chicago thing seems absolutely, I, I don't know, but I get I, it. I get what you're saying yeah. and I understand that. Um, so financially, I don't know how that would work, but I know that... Um, I can let it marinate and just see what happens That's and right. then maybe even call back in a few in a few weeks and well, just Definitely do um, your research, yeah. put your feelers you. out, you know. Because yeah. the more that yeah. it hap- the more that it can happen and the easier that it can be organized is already a confidence yeah. thing that, that can encourage you. But certainly Absolutely. I just treat it like a short span of time. So it's an it's an exploration. Yes. Absolutely. And that, and that in my head seems doable. Short mm. little holiday, six weeks, two months. That mm-hmm. all seems very doable. So I appreciate your insight and thank you. Thank you kindly. Oh, you're so welcome. Well, you're welcome. Thank you so much for calling in. Yes. Have a great day. <laughs> thank you. Bye-bye. Oh, all right. Bye. All right. Well, that's the music. We'll be back after the break. Welcome back, everyone, to Adventures into Reality with myself, Kathy Ma, and normally with Andrew Bartzis, the amazing galactic historian. Today, however, he's unfortunately can't make it to the show. He is still in the snowy wilds of Canada and with very limited internet access. And also, today is going to be our last show of the year because we are going on Christmas break. So for all of you who want to know our new schedule for the new year, please check out our website. So that's Andrew's website, which is andrewbartzis.com, or my website, which is kathyspearlsofwisdom.com. That's Kathy with a K. Look there for updates, or if you're a subscriber to either of them, then you will get the email to let you know what is coming up for the new year. Thank you again so much, everyone, for listening into the show every week, uh, tuning in, whether it's live or uh, doing the replay. We really, really are very grateful for all the support that you've shown us. We love your calls and thank you so much for sharing your lives with us. Um, I and Andrew were just talking about this morning. We just feel so blessed that we're able to share um, in your lives and be of any help that we can. It's been an amazing journey uh, doing this show and even when we were doing the Charting Your Course show, also very, very amazing to be able to share information with you all and to hear what's going on for you all, especially the follow-ups and when you send in feedback via email or, or in way of comments on the YouTube links, it just is Really, really mind-blowingly great. Um, thank you all so much for everything that you had to say. Also, to remind everyone, when you do call in, please put everything on mute until we call your name, merely because the background noise does interfere with us sometimes. 
If you're calling in on Skype, please don't forget you must add Laura Lee to your Skype contacts as she's the one putting you through. Also, no video calls, just the normal phone calling in. If, she, if Laura has not accepted and confirmed you on her Skype account, she can't put you through. So please don't forget to do that. And for all of you who are trying to get through, the lines are always really crazy. So if it keeps getting busy, please just be patient. If you're dialing in, the number to call is 1 for US 956-217-0261. So we'll take our next caller, Wally. Are you there? Hi, Kathy. Hi, Laura Lee. Uh, hey, Wally. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Michigan. I'm oh, wow. Snow. <laughs> you must have a lot of snow there. <laughs> snow and cold. Uh, I think we're still in single digits. Oh, uh, lovely. <laughs> but, but we have a heat wave coming up. Uh, uh, tomorrow, I think we're going to be 30, 34 degrees. So that'll Ooh. be nice to get a heat wave. Oh, that that will be nice. We've also just got the cold weather starting again today after having a lovely warm day yesterday. I've got all my thermal underwear out, so I'm prepared. <laughs> yeah. What would you What would you like to talk about, Wally? Um, Kathy, you know, I just there's a lot of things going on right now, and I try to keep everything positive. Try to keep a lot of other people positive. But it just seems a lot of negativity around and just trying to, to eliminate the negativity. Um, I know things are changing and I just, I, I'm trying to figure out how to unlock that door or open that door. Mm. You, you do seem to have a lot of confusion and chaos around you. That is true. Are you involved with something that's very complicated? Um, no, I don't think so. Maybe. <laughs> so complicated, I, you don't know. <laughs> I, I, I've taken a lot of things and just because of the confusion and not in making poor judgment before what I think is poor judgment, maybe it's not. Um, I just kind of sitting back and not really making a decision right now because I'm just um, not sure. Hmm. What would you, can you give me an example of poor judgment, that you, what you think is poor judgment? Um, well, money has been a poor judgment, thinking I'm making the right decisions and people taking advantage of me. Um, I had some dental work done and the doctor talked me into dentures and, oh man, I had gotten lead poisoning and slowly my teeth were going bad, so... You know, and of course they promised me you're going to be able to eat this and eat this, and well, that's not happened yet. <laughs> um, ah, yes, that sucks. You know, um, in fact, I had a lady on the internet. Oh, you know, I see good things happening for you, and you know, just lead me on and lead me on, and you know, you know, send in two hundred forty-nine dollars and. Then it drops to $199, and it drops to $99. You know, oh, I see $20,000, you know, within the month, within four weeks. And, you mm. know, I've just had so many of those. Mm. And is they're only interested in the money, but it's, you know, at desperate times, you really think about those things. Mm. Mm. But, you know, are we just wasting our money? And, yes, normally we are. 
Mm. You know, um, when you say you've made poor, you know, financial decisions before, you know, I look at your energy and I'd say, I don't know that I'd call, all, you know, all of them poor, you know, poor or bad judgment decisions. I think some of, to me, let me put it like this, you know, when I look at your life, I would say it's a 50-50 kind of thing. Um, yes, certainly some are probably not the best decisions you could have made. Um, and were you sort of steamrolled into it? Sure. Uh, but some of the ones you really did make calculated risks assessment before you did them. And with the world the way it is, you know, the global economy, et cetera. I mean, some things are uh, not foreseeable, you know, for, let's say, the average decision-making process. So unlucky, certainly, all bad decisions, I, I don't, I wouldn't really put it like that. But certainly there has been a few people that have, um, you know, quite proactively relieved you of some cash with that intention. <laughs> um, but yes. if we were to, to look at it as a whole and, and think about the issue of, you know, am I just, a, you know, going to all my life going to have this um, financial loss here and there? Am I going to always be tricked by charlatans? Um, should I not even trust myself with financial decisions? Stuff like this. I would say no. You know, some of the decisions you made, sure, weren't the wisest, but a lot of decisions you made were based on sound judgment. It's just the world has changed so much over the last eight to ten years that a lot of things that went on that re resulted in financial loss were, were beyond your control. I mean, you couldn't have predicted it. You know, most of us couldn't have predicted it, that kind of situation. So I don't think that you're... Um, got bad luck all your life with stuff like this because I can see that is in the back of your mind so dismiss that thought first I also think that you will have opportunities that come up for you this coming 12 months for investments I want you to say no a lot of the opportunities that come up to you are not going to provide you with financial increase so to me, if you don't have a financial increase or betterment of circumstances, then there is no point. If you were to give money away over the next 12 months, think of it as a gift. Don't think of it as an investment. And so that means also if you lend money, think of it as a gift. So I'm not saying don't give people money, just in your mind, that's how you have to treat it. For me, when I look at what's coming up for you, I would say when we hit around 2018 to 2020, that time period, you'll have two big opportunities to do what I would call investment. So that means it can be property, it can be stock, it can be um, currency, anything like that. Those are the ones that I like. And you would recognize them easily because you'd be like, oh, that's a lot of money. Um, that kind of consideration. Um, but there will be something that's in your gut instinct that you know, you know, you just know. And it won't be like before how you think you just knew. This is almost like you can feel like if you looked at the opportunity, if you could visualize it in your head, you would actually see a radiation of gold coming out of it. I'm exaggerating, but that's pretty yeah. much kind of how it will look. Um, I'm trying to give you a lot of visuals so that you can easily identify it and not worry that you're not going to identify it because you 
if you talk to me or not, those opportunities would come for you. But those are the ones I want you to pay attention on and that I do see financial gain for, so I like them. Next 12 months, don't like it at all. So that I'm sure will answer a lot of your questions that you have now and that come up over the next 12 months. Um, when I look at what's gone on for your teeth, to me it looks like certainly something dramatic was needed to be done. Um, possibly the work you had done is not really to your satisfaction, but I think the person that did it did the best that they could with their skill set. So, you know, it was a, a, a genuine fixer-upper to the best of that person's ability. Uh, I think, to me, when I look at what's going on for your teeth, I think you still need to have one or two small, more uh, minor adjustments, and then you'll be pleased with it. Yeah, I was going to ask him to redo them. Um, he's got them kicked off to the side. I keep biting into my um, uh, left side. Um, I keep coughing because the uppers are too long, covering my palate I don't like. Mm. I was almost going to ask him, can you give me the material and let me build my teeth and then make <laughs> them old and then you cast them? Um, he yeah. He's long enough when I bite into something, I got to pretty much rip it and then send it to the back in order to chew on it. Mm. I, I think it needs like one or two, let's call them more minor adjustments. But I'm not sure that that guy has the skill set that is required. Okay. Um, if he's going to do it uh, like for free as a follow-up part, sure, I would let him do it again on a chance. But if you're going to pay for it, I think you need to find someone else. And yeah, to me, whoever can do this, will tell you that's a simple job. If they say to you, oh, no, I have to redo the whole thing, then that's not the guy for you. Because whoever can fix these for you, it's a simple job for them, and they will tell you that is the case. Okay. Okay. Um, one other question. I've got a very important issue coming up at the end of March, mm -hmm. financially. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm concerned. I'm not worried. I don't worry. I have concerns. But it's very important. Um, is that issue, do you think, would be resolved before the end of March? Uh, when you say issue, you mean that someone should... Financially. Like, return money to you or... Like taxes, property taxes. Oh, so, <laughs> will, so what do you mean? Is the tax going to be less than what you're anticipating or... Well, I bill to cover it. Oh, I see, I see. Um, it'll be tight. It'll be very tight. Um, I think if you, um, because oh. they want a lot of money. Hang on, let me just look yeah. at that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't like the hesitation, Gabby. <laughs> no, uh, because they want a lot of money. No, well, you know, sometimes it's not about whether or not you can actually just do it. It's, it's about how you can do it that suits your schedule as well, right? Yeah. What I would suggest is, and I think you can definitely do, is talk to them, talk to whatever department, the tax department, and ask them if you can do part payments over the year. Because even though it might be a teeny bit more, it's easy for you. 
and you don't feel the pinch the same. Okay, well, I don't think that's that's out of the question because it's three years now, so um, I just I, would, I, I think if you I, I think if you ask and put it like that, they will say yes. Uh, but okay. I prefer that option because it doesn't. Yeah, it, you know, when you pay in one lot, it's like it's everything is tight. You know, it's tense. But if you can do it over that kind of time, it's very achievable for you without feeling that. <gasps> yeah, I, you know, I, the other thing is, is the income coming in is not there um, because of I, I'm still trying to catch up from three, four years ago now when I had cataracts, I couldn't see being a graphic artist. That's, you know, part of the, the whole thing. of, mm. And um, I do have my eyes fixed. And, um, but it's just, I just, I can seem to take care of the bills, but I, you know, I just need to take care of this, you know, get this other thing. And I was kind of hoping, you know, there might be something in my near future, one of these investments or one of these things are going to come through to. Mm. So you already have investments out there. Is that what you mean? And you're hoping yeah. that they would. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, here we. <laughs> you know, I don't love it. I don't love it. Um, I think that one or two, you could probably get back pretty much what you put in. Okay. So, I mean, that, which is good in terms of it's not a loss. Um, the others, I don't think. Maybe one or two, you could you could get pretty much the same amount back, but the others, I think, is is more long term. To, to let's say to cash out anytime soon, you, there would be loss, um, because it's just the way it is. I, I don't think that someone, you know, I don't think these are like deliberately uh, run off with your money or anything like that. But I think it's just not possible to get the kind of um, return okay. that you would in that situation. Let's put it like that. You know, the economy is hurting everyone in all sorts of different and weird ways. So it it flows all down through the chain. Okay. Yeah. But when I look at for you, let's say in terms of um, money coming in, to me it looks like you could very easily do some sort of freelance stuff if you wanted to. Do you not want to do that? Um, oh, I'm always uh, picking up a little bit here and there. Mm. It's, it's a little bit. I think I'd say to you, you know, be more proactive. Let me give you that little nudge that you need. You know, get step a little bit outside the box. Go out of your comfort zone because there's a lot of people that need stuff that you do, but they just can't have, you know, they just don't have the, the money to do a full-time or have an agency but they really don't know about people like you that exist. So put the word out, um, tell your friends, look on the websites um, that are in that industry, they're looking for people and just approach them. Because when you do, for me, when I look at what's going on for you, you could easily pick up freelance per job things that is even half cash up front. Okay. So it instantly gives you some, you know, very nice breathing space, um, gives you something to do in your own time. You would could do that from home. You wouldn't necessarily have to go in anywhere. 
and it's something that you know once you once you do a few more they have friends you know you know it works word of mouth but for me i think that's a very plausible option for you because to go back full time in your current situation seems tough it seems unrealistic let's say for, for a myriad of reasons but this is a nice oozing back in while earning some money and also not having to deal with you know the politics of people in your face or whatever you can either choose to accept a Skype call or not right pick up the phone or not not the same as someone walking in saying why <laughs> um it's a different energy that goes with it, which I think you would gel well with. Um, you, you sound like you're talking about the new distributorship that I've picked up on uh, Kaleido Silver. Uh, this is the Kaleido Silver soap, hand cream. Um, that's what I'm trying to get rolling right now. A friend of mine makes the best Kaleido Silver, and he mm-hmm. infuses it in soap and in, uh, in healing cream. Mm-hmm. So that's what it sounds like, and that's what I've been pushing. Um, Good. Good. Well, then get more pushy. Go get it. Yeah, that's where it sounds like you're talking with that. Definitely. Go get it because, you know, you just step out of your comfort zone because it's it's theirs for the taking if you want it. I think you just have to be, you have to want it more. You think it's going to be pushy, but it's not pushy. It's just the way it is. Okay. You're, you're, you're too, um, you know, you're, you, in terms of a person, your energy, you're very low-key in that sense. You're very, uh, hmm, how do you say it in English? In, um, uh, very polite, very, um, yeah, uh, sweet, uh, like the little old lady. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas I'm saying, look, just go out there and tell them that you want it like this. <laughs> Not, hello, can I have it? No, no. You have to be more, go get it. But for you, when you feel like you're, you're like it's too much, this go-getting energy, for the rest of us, that'd be just normal. It's just because you're coming from a place of great politeness that it's it seems more uh, too much. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you're you. You're welcome. But certainly that is a place to start and don't just limit yourself to one freelancing I look for others as well because the more you do the more varied um, let's call it uh, topics or the more varied odd jobs or whatever you want to call it you do the more that that creative juice within you starts to really activate into that overdrive and when you're in that energy you're you're like amazing you're like 10 foot tall unbeatable i love it you're in that zone where everything else ceases to exist and that's a beautiful place to be it really is because everything within you is just going full ball all your chakras are just woo and the world is an amazing place (laughs) okay wally can you hold on a minute we're about to go into a break and i'll get back to you all right thank you
Welcome back, everyone, to Adventures into Reality with myself, Kathy Ma, and usually Andrew Bartsis, the amazing galactic historian. However, due to the snowy conditions in Canada, he is unable to get complete internet access today, so he will not be on today's show. And for those of you that might have missed it, today is our last show of the year. If you want to know what our schedule is for next year, please visit both our websites or either of them. So for Andrew, that's andrewbartsis.com or my website, kathyspearlsofwisdom.com. That's Kathy with a K. For any updates, um, you will also receive an email with the new schedules if you're on our email subscription list. So you can join either of them to find out what's going on um, or just keep checking the websites. And for those of you who are interested in a private session and that want to go deeper with your questions with either Andrew or myself, please go ahead and call the office now at 1-4-US-360-894-0692. Or you can contact Tanakh at Tanakh, T-E-N-O-C-H, at galactichistorian.com. So, Wally, are you still there? Still here. Excellent. So, did I uh, manage to get you to understand completely how great your energy is when you're operating at that level? Yes. Um, Excellent. Very helpful. Uh, in fact, while we're on break, um, Michael, who makes this the silver, just talked with me because a package was sent there from one of my distributors for me, and I just wanted to make sure it was there. But he had called on the break, so that was kind of nice. Wow. Synchronicity. Well, he says, you know, because I'm trying to, there's a a person in Australia I want to get this product to, but I just need to get a zip code so I know what shipping is going to be. And he says, oh, just, you know, we'll send out samples wherever they need to go. Mm, Nice. Australia, I like it. I like it a lot. Energy looks good. But there should be more than one person you're going to contact in Australia, right? I'm hoping to, but I'm also kind of hoping that this person wants to take off in Australia with it and become, you know, a distributor of mine, you know, mm-hmm. over there. Mm-hmm. So that's well, when I look when I look at Australia for you, to me it looks like there are distinctly three different people that would okay. be very good for you. So okay. if you're at the moment you're only contacting one, I would consider others or ask for recommendations from him for other people as well. It's a her, but yes. A her. Mm. Yes. Oh, so you see a him, huh? Yeah, I definitely see a him. But okay. then again, you were talking about three people, so I guess it could be anyone. I would definitely look further, though, than what you okay. just have, because to me, it's like you definitely have three good forerunners. That would be very good. Okay. Good. Mm. Where else have you considered doing it? Um, well, I've got two people out in California right now. Mm-hmm. And one of them is an acupuncturist um, and works with, with herbs. So that's good, naturals. Mm-hmm. That one will, I do feel will be a very good one. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. I'm just kind of putting feelers out there because it is a very good product. Uh, the best on the market, according to the University of Michigan, or Michigan State, excuse me, where he sends and gets it tested. So, you know, there's some good points about the the product. So, mm. 
I like uh, Virginia for you in this product. I also like, and I can't account for this, I like Arkansas. Um, I also like, what is that called? Mm, I'm not 100% familiar with the US map yet. Let me just have a think about what is that place called. Um, it to me it looks like Montana. Montana. Yeah. It, it doesn't seem to make logical sense, but hmm, I would I would definitely contact someone in Montana because it, it is possible that the person you want is in Montana at this current time. Okay. Not necessarily would be in Montana long term, but certainly have a look because I think that area you would the person saying would pop out at you, um, okay. and it to me it looks like someone that you've dealt with before. Ooh, I don't know. Okay, I don't know anybody in Montana, but that's not maybe their residence. Maybe they're just there. So. Yeah, or maybe they didn't used to be there and aren't planning to stay there long. Um, yeah, to me, uh, you know, it doesn't make logical sense to me either, yet that is where I see this person. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, I, I like to send out samples for people to try because the word of mouth travels. Um, at some point, I'd like to get a address to send, uh, send you a sample of it, Laura Lee, um, because it is, and it's a reasonably priced the, the soap, the facial bar, the shampoo bar, the bath bar, uh, they're very good in price. They're very good for you. Um, once people try them, they fall in love with them. Oh, wow. That's Because it's weird. all natural. So, And I think what I'm going to do is pick up a lot of samples and send off, send off samples to people. And you're in Canada, is it? No, I'm actually in the South. Um, okay. Well, that's good. Should I'm, be I'm new to the South. I'm new to that. I'm still adapting to saying it. I live in the South. Okay. I'll, <laughs> All I'll my life, I'm like, oh. But, yes, hold on later, and uh, Laura will help you with our um, yeah. postal yeah, I'll stuff. Yeah, Laura. I like Laura, and we know each other, so. Mm. Uh, but, yes, yeah, so I look at your product, you know, and the energy around it. I like it a lot, you know. Um I think what you do, uh, what the product does, is very, very good. I really do like the product. I think that you will have more success with it when you are more, um, what is the word, uh, less, en less enthusiastic about it with people. Like, for me, when I look at, at your presentation with people, I mean, and, not, and I'm not talking about what you just told me, but whatever you write or however you talk to people, you give them too much information. Yeah, you tell me need that. To give them less information, give them the product, and then the follow-up after they've tried it and they're more uh, receptive to the info. At the beginning, it's too much, and people are like, oh, yeah, and they're not as super excited and keen to start it immediately and try it out. So just think a bit more low-key on your presentation, and you'll have more success with getting it out quicker. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Now, do you have a daughter? No, I don't. I don't have any kids. Niece? Like, 
yeah. someone close to you that you would consider a daughter? Uh, yeah. Um, I haven't seen them or heard from them in over a year. My sister is uh, an alcoholic and uh, trying to punish mother and also with me. Mm. Uh, How old is she? The niece is 10 years old. My sister is about 40. And her daughter? Uh, about 10. 10. Uh, okay. Okay. Mm. Very I, I ask you because it's just so, mm, it, you know, I think she'll come back into your life. She's not around in your life much at the moment. I think she will. Um, who knows how these things happen, but be open to it. Because to me, her energy is so close, so bright with yours that, you know, it surprises me that you don't have a daughter because it's that energy that is around you and it's going to be around you a lot. So um, I'm liking that a lot because I think that what you have to teach and what you have to give is just going to be so good for this kid. Um, she seems to be down at the moment like mm, not depressed but um not mm, you know at that age i guess it's you know not it's only highs and lows there's no in the middle um of the road so not that she's like really depressed but she's um you know bopping between normal and down well uh, yeah she i'm sure she misses her bushy which is grandmother in polish um, because mother raised them for 10 years or helped raise them because my sister would rather drink than take care of kids. Mm. And, uh, yeah, I, I do sense that and I'm just kind of staying out of it, not trying, I don't even know how to contact my sister. I don't know where she's at, where the kids are at. I have an idea, but, um, I can't contact them right now. Mm. Well, I, I think you'll find that over the, especially let's say over the next eight months, you will reconnect. Um, who knows how these things happen, but it will happen. At that moment, just be very open to what yeah. you can do for her. Um, because she's at a point in her life where, I mean, the, the niece, at a point in her life where she really needs some stability, some guidance, a confidant, and someone who will just treat her nice um, without expectation. Because to me, it looks like for her, everything is about a trade-off. You know, you will get this if you do blah, 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 blah. Um, and, you know, what, when you're that young, you, you can't, kids can't think in those terms. And when they eventually learn to think in those terms, it changes them. Um, it changes the way you view life into possibly a, a really not so positive way. And your self-esteem just keeps diving. Um, so what you can do for her beyond, you know, love and support is that you can actually teach her to stand on her own two feet in a, from coming from a positive place and coming from a place where she understands how special she is um, and it's, uh, what is the word, um, non, non-committal, uh, not, not, um, uh, non-expectations, unconditional, that's the word I'm thinking of, <laughs> um, because for her, I think that is something that she's lacking a lot, and it's going to 
transform her into yeah. a being that she's not really meant to be. Yeah, these two kids uh, are very special kids, and my sister doesn't see how special they are. Um, she will, she will. It's just taking some time, and and uh, you know, I Is don't your... throw anybody away. Mm. Do you happen to know? Does your sister live a high risk life? Mm, I think so. I thought I was going to end up with the two kids if she didn't straighten out. And I, like I said, I have no idea what's going on. And uh, I would be more than happy to take these two kids. Mm. Yeah. Well, they certainly are very lucky to have you in their life. Um, one of the things I will say to you in terms of help for later down the line is always stay centered. Because, you know, when kids come from even just a few months exposed to a very troubled life, they learn to manipulate. Yep. Um, and the stuff that comes out of their mouth, they're just parroting what they've learned. It's not at yep. all what they think. Oh, um, how can I put this? It, it's like be prepared for manipulation and hurtful remarks that really aren't about you and they really probably don't even know what they mean. Um, it's just that that's what they've been learning. Yeah, this this day and age with kids is is just uh, you got to be really really careful. So um, yeah, that I is true. That. Yeah, I see that. So, mm. so did you have another question you'd like to ask? No, that's that's about it. I have to get out and cut some wood before we get dark. I got a couple hours and. And I'm blessed with equipment and uh, with wood. I have property that I cut it off. And so, uh, Kathy, thank you so much. Laura, thank you for putting me through. And uh, have a wonderful holiday and a wonderful Christmas and New Year's. Thank you so much, Wally. You have a great day, too. And Merry Christmas for you, too. Thank you, Kathy. Wow, what a wonderful call. It's always so nice to share in people's lives and see what's going on. And all of us, when we listen to other callers, there's something that resonates within us that we either have those similar kind of issues or we have someone that we know that has these kind of issues and it really helps to look at our own lives and our own what's going on around us and to gain more insight and knowledge into how to deal with it, how to move through it. And sometimes it's even nice to know that you're not the only one, you know, you're not alone because it's so often um, very easy to think that it's just you and you know the world is just doesn't understand you in fact there are many people out there that do it's just that you probably don't know them um, so when you do have something to share it's really magical for other people so let me just say again I, I did forget to say this at the beginning of the break for those of you that are calling in through Skype and are trying to get through Please don't forget you need to add Laura Lee as your Skype contact as she's the one that's putting you through. And if she has not accepted and confirmed you on her Skype contact, she can't be able to put you through. So her Skype contact is Laura Lee Solomon. And the phone number to call is 1 for US 956 so we're having some crazy things going on with getting through. So please be patient and we'll try our best.
one of the things I would like to talk a little bit about today is, you know, with Christmas coming up and we're all reviewing what's going on, where for many of us there's a lot of stress that has started, not only the stress of finishing up the years, like, oh, my goodness, I haven't done this, I haven't done that. There's like 10,000 million things I'm supposed to do before the new year. <clears throat> so that's a stress, a stress that we're putting on ourselves, and sometimes that other people are putting on us because they want projects finished before the end of the year, this or that. It's really very difficult sometimes to take a break and step back and think about it because even just saying it, you think, oh, but if I step back, take take a break and think about it, I'm wasting time, time that I could be doing this, that and the other. Whereas it's more about being grounded, being centred, because during this hectic time, more and more so, you need to focus on being grounded. Because the more grounded you are, the more that you are deep within your own self and connected with who you are, the easier things will flow for you and it'll be easier to discern what is important, what is not important, what needs to be done first and what needs to be done last. Because it's not about what other people think, it's about what you think. But if you're not grounded, what other people think and are bombarding at you is what you take on board as being the priority list. And really you need to check back in with yourself and think about, mm, wait a minute, that's not the priority. Um, this is the priority. So that's that's one thing that I'd like you all to sort of take a breath, sit back and think about that. And, you know, as much mm, fun and wonderful energy as the holidays are with catching up with all friends and family, it is also a very, very stressful time. When you put that much family together in one place at one time, especially if you only see each other once a year, uh, it can be very stressful because even though you love each other, it doesn't really mean that you can get along with each other um, for a few days or in many cases, all staying at the same place. Um, the old sibling rivalries come back out. The fact that you don't like so-and-so and still don't like them is there. Um people wanting to organize you when you don't want to be organized, people deciding a menu without asking you, etc. I mean, there's a trillion things that go on during the holidays and not just Christmas, all holidays where you have so much family get together. It's an important time to think about it doesn't all really matter that much. Even though it would be nice to be recognized and honored, it's more important that you stay focused on being grounded and enjoying the moment. Even if people are annoying you here and there, don't forget what is the real point of all of this. It's that you get to see people, family that you love, that you may not see all the time, and to try and make a connection with them that you may not get the opportunity to do again. And I don't mean because they're old, and ill it doesn't have to be that life is so unpredictable if this year of the monkey has taught us nothing it is that life is unpredictable and all kinds of things can happen you look back well I look back over this year and I certainly see a lot of things that I wish I had spent more time with um, not that I didn't spend a lot of time but there were a few things that I might have done or I might have said to show people uh, and to remind them about how much they meant to me and how much they 
hold meaning for me all throughout my life and how much I had loved them. Um, and all of a sudden, just like that, that opportunity might not be there again. And when that happens, it, it's um, a time of reflection and a time of thinking, did I do enough? So if you do do a lot of that every day, all the time, then that is something that is is wonderful and great. But I think a lot of us, um, we might do it on and off, but we forget to do it on a regular basis because we assume we always have more time. And that's not necessarily the case. When you all meet together for the holidays, sometimes you're so enraged or so furiated with some of the family that you can't even think of saying, I love you, or you you were there for me when I was young, when I was seven in the playground, you protected me, even though I, I really don't want to talk to you right now because you annoy me, I thank you. I thank you for what you've done for me in my life, um, throughout my life, and I thank you for being part of it. Even saying something like that, if you're fighting with your relatives or your loved ones during this period and you're not talking to them, just think about maybe whether or not you could reconnect with them, even just for a quick phone call or a text message, because you never really know what's going on for other people as well. Even though you might not be talking to them at the moment, it doesn't mean that you can't think of them and it doesn't mean that you can't send them a kind word or a loving word. Um, and some of us will be around relatives that we've detested all our lives. Um, and not that I'm encouraging you just to tell them how much you detest them all your life, <laughs> but maybe it's a time where you can start to maybe come up with one positive thought that that person has done for you. If you really detest them or hate them that much, did they not give you the ability to be more discerning in your everyday life and recognize the people that um, are not very nice to them and avoid that kind of personality type? I mean, what, whatever it may be, it's a time where you really can connect with yourself and look for that truth within yourself. Um, what are you grateful for? And Thanksgiving is the same. What are you grateful for? What experiences are you blessed with? Or which ones did you wish you had? Even if you want to say something to, let's say, I'll make an example to your mother, like, you know, I love you, mom, but I really wish that you had given me the attention you did my other siblings when I was young because it's really made my life very hard. But I can appreciate that you tried your best and I still love you for it, you know. Okay, it's it's double-edged sword to say, but at least you've acknowledged it, you've been honest, and you've honoured your mum for having at least tried her best. Whether it was enough for you or not, um, different story, different issue altogether, but thankful all the same that she brought you into this life and that she did look after you. It's a time where we also start planning for next year in... What do we hope for? What are our dreams? What are our goals? What are our aspirations? And start making the list. And I'm, I don't mean a list like a New Year's resolution kind of list. It's more like 
What kind of things do you want to put out there to create your abundance? What is it that you would like this year? For example, um, maybe you want to invite more love into your life or more joy. Maybe you would like to have better communication with people. Um, you know, obviously, who wouldn't want to win the Powerball? You could put that on your list too, but that that's <laughs> a bit more extreme. Um, maybe we can focus on the, the everyday stuff that we would love to enjoy. For me, I always put invite more joy and laughter into my life. Well, that's the music coming up. Thank you so much for tuning in today. It's been a really, really great show. Thank you so much for listening to 